welcome to the Reinventing Adulthood podcast with me, Certified Life Coach Jay Rush. And me, Odie. Do you ever feel like life is out of control? Do you ever feel like you're bouncing back and forth between the things that need to get done and the things that you wish you hadn't done and rarely stopping in between to appreciate the present moment? Living like this and thinking like this can cause an enormous amount of stress. And so it's important to have some kind of a tool to bring us back to the present moment, to actually appreciate the little minutes and seconds in between the things that we got done and the things we have to get done. And that tool for me is having a mindfulness practice. Um, Whether it's a meditation or a guided meditation or breath work or yoga or sitting in silence, it is so important to take a little bit of time out of the day and slow our roll, slow down the speed a little bit and take ourselves out of reacting constantly to the things that bombard us throughout the day. So here's what I do. I sit down next to my chair in my office on a rolled up blanket and it's sort of like prayer style. And I set my timer on my phone for 15 minutes and I press start and I just concentrate on breathing. Now it's a difficult practice because invariably in the course of concentrating on breathing, I have all these thoughts come in and this is the practice. This is what it's so important. Because when we aren't living in the present, we will follow those thoughts and they will take us to places we never thought we could go. And ultimately, they will monopolize our time and energy. So the idea behind a mindfulness practice is being able to see these thoughts come and go without actually jumping on board and letting them take us for a ride. When we have done a mindfulness practice for long enough, we start to recognize that we don't have to live in our thoughts, that we can actually live in action and be present. And the benefits of this are many. One is that our breathing and our heart rate slow down. This is because as we take slower, longer, deeper breaths, we get more oxygen in our body and our cardiopulmonary system does not have to work as hard. Once you begin to pay attention to how you regulate and modulate your breathing and your heart rate through a meditation practice, you'll realize that the opposite is true in most of your daily life. We are mostly shallow breathing. We're mostly operating at an accelerated heart rate. We're mostly wandering through the world in a kind of myopic state where we are focused on the task ahead and not what is right in front of us. And what is right in front of us? Maybe in my case, it's my five-year-old asking me for something. But you know what? When kids are asking us for something, they're not just asking us for something. They're asking us to be present, to have our undivided attention. It is so crucial that we be present for them. Or our significant other may be asking for our attention. And the importance of that request is no less than if our children were asking for that too. Or our bodies or our minds may be asking us for something as well. And we're so caught up in the future tense and the future state that we may not be paying attention to what our bodies and minds are telling us. Our bodies could say, listen, I'm in pain. Um, I've been eating poorly. I haven't been getting exercise. I haven't gotten enough sleep. But we will disregard that if we're focused on a future goal. Conversely, our spirits and our souls will tell us that we are in need 
and we won't be listening. And it is so crucial that we learn how to listen in the present moment. Also, when we are in a shallow breathing reactive state, we are in general getting bad information for decisions moving forward. Um, We are so hyperactive and so focused on making a decision as quickly and efficiently as possible that um, nuance has a hard time entering the brain space. And we have a hard time incorporating that um, into our future decision making. And yet another reason why being here and now or learning to be here and now is so important, it's, um, it's almost anecdotal. And I'll do my best to describe it. But you know those moments when people describe someone on their deathbed and they say, oh, you know, I was so successful and I made so much money and I took over so many businesses and I bought all these nice things and I had a nice house, had money in the bank. And at the end of the day, I wish I could have just slowed down and smelled the flowers. Well, that's what mindfulness, that's what a meditation, that's what learning to be here and now is. It is the art form of learning how to slow down and smell the flowers because in that experience, we learn what is truly valuable in life. And it's very hard to put a finger on value when so much of our definition of value is about monetary things or about tangible things or material objects. At the end of the day, we may all learn the same lesson, whether it comes later or at the very end or even a little bit earlier if we're fortunate enough if we're seeking that discovery. And that lesson is that a, a, a meaningful life, a valuable life, a fulfilled life, a happy existence is predicated on our appreciation of the here and now. So a mindfulness practice is just an exercise on being here and now and being happy and being in gratitude and acceptance for what we have in front of us. And another reason this is so important, the gratitude and acceptance, is that it is the foundation from which we can act on our goals, we can act on our ambitions. And as we're working towards those ambitions, when things feel out of control, or things aren't going the way we want them to, or we're not nearly as happy as we thought we'd be when we got what we wanted, or something needs to change, we can come back to the center. We can come back to being grounded. We can come back to the foundation that tells us, you're okay here. You are safe here. Happiness comes from being present in here and now with yourself. And then you have that safety and security to venture forth once again. Listen, I don't want to get too grandiose about this. I think that a, a meditation practice is, a, is an individual practice. It is designed um, for us to find what is most meaningful within ourselves, to help us slow down, um, to help us find genuine spiritual health and physical health in the process. But there is something to be said for if 8 billion people took on a mindfulness practice, how different the world would look. Um, Unfortunately, that's not the case. It will probably never be the case. So our only option is to focus on ourselves and exemplify the art form of being present. So as a practical matter, what does mindfulness practice look like? Like I said, I'll spend 15 minutes in silence in my office every day. Um, I've had some clients recently um, say that they're starting off with um, five-minute guided meditations. Some are doing five-minute breathwork programs. There's an app I use called Insight Timer um, whenever I'm looking for a guided meditation, which can be really great. Um, 15 minutes can seem like a very long time. So here's what I would do if you're just starting off. 
Start off with five minutes, put a timer on your phone, or look for an app like Insight Timer that's going to guide you through a very short meditation. And you will start to get used to the art form of breath and mindfulness work, of meditation, of paying attention to your thoughts, of sitting um, in silence. Uh, The act of sitting still can be hard for some people. Our bodies want us to move. Um, And so that takes a while to get used to. My meditation practice has been years in the making. I have friends who meditate an hour at a time, and I think they're absolute gods for doing so. I don't think it's necessary. I think what we're doing is we're practicing um, to start to recognize thoughts when they come and go and the impulses that motivate us from one action to the next. That's all that needs to be done at first. And then your mindfulness practice or your meditation can grow from there. So that's it for today. I'll see you on the flip side. Have a great week. Enjoy yourselves. Message me at jrushcoaching.com. You can send a message there. You can also message me on Instagram at jrushcoaching. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your ideas on how you kind of slow down, what your meditation practices are, um, what insights you've gained by adopting something like this. This is all really important to me. I learn from the people I interact with. I learn from the people I coach. I learn from the people that respond to me on social media. Um, This is not a one-way street. I could not continue to do this if people weren't also actively engaging with me and teaching me things too. So thank you. Have a great week.